0: Are you feeling stuck or are you unstoppable? Are you tired of creating incremental growth in your business while really wanting to make quantum leaps? Well then welcome, you found the right place to be fed. This is Susan, the founder of Unstoppable Women in Business and this podcast is for women entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, anyone who is unwaveringly focused on finding the best path to success in their business. While you're here, you're gonna be asked to think differently to get different results, to do things that are challenging, but oh, so rewarding. So come on, let's get started. Hello, ladies. And welcome to a series that I have been thinking about for quite a while. I'm calling this series, How to Get Visible. And, you know, as I work with my women in the Success Collaborative, I know for certain that there's a couple things, a couple indicators I can see in women's willingness to do certain things that is really going to make a difference on the trajectory of their success. And one of the things is around becoming visible. Like, are you willing to put out a long form piece of content on a regular basis that can then be microed down into smaller pieces, but really be consistent about getting it out there? And that is what happens um, to help create top of the funnel awareness of who you are, what you do, it helps establish you as a thought leader. And without this, you are honestly the best kept secret because there is a lot of noise out there, guys, a lot of noise. And I know a lot of times people are like, oh, it takes so much work to become visible, but without it, your business will die. So I'm dedicating this series, the Get Visible series, to bringing forward four of my favorite ways of becoming visible. I started Unstoppable Women in Business, I think it's been like three years now, and it takes a little while for you to get traction, for people to start knowing who you are, but without doing some of these things, I still would be struggling. So- Over the course of the next four weeks, we are going to explore Susan's favorite visibility vehicles. And we are going to just talk about the different types of ways that you can use these vehicles to create awareness for yourself. All right. So in no particular order, we are definitely going to dive into social media because I know that's what comes to mind for most of you when you think about um, visibility. But I'm going to have a guest that's going to talk with you about social media. What are the trends? What's Happening with social media, and how can you use it to maximize? Because that's a pretty damn big category, (laughs) social media. So we're going to dive in to um, to talk about what's happening in social media across all platforms. Um, We will also talk about specifically video as it as it um, pertains to lives, going live, live streaming. YouTube, different ways that you can be seen on video and the pros and cons of that. We'll also have another expert in video that'll be joining us. I'm going to talk with you about speaking. I can tell you right now, my business would not be where it is today if I hadn't put together a speaking plan and get out there and um, beat the bushes to get speaking engagements. They have made all the difference in the world in getting eyeball to eyeball with real life people. even though. The majority of time, it has been virtual. It's been virtual in um, Zoom rooms, but a ton of my business has come from relationships that got started in speaking engagements. So I have to say that that is one of my very favorites, and I'll be speaking on that topic myself. And then today, we're going to dive into podcasting. You're listening to my podcast right now. You know it's been something that I've been doing, not as consistent recently because there's been so much going on, but I believe in the beginning, it is so important to be consistent. And I have someone who is just a delight that I'm going to introduce to you today to talk to you about maybe a new twist on podcasting, something that I just want to be able to plant a seed in your mind on how podcasting can be used for visibility but how to do it in a fun way, maybe something that you might not have thought of before. So I'm going to introduce you to my friend, Sam Lebowitz. I know, I know he's a man and this is unusual for us. You know that I only bring men on the show when I believe that they are here to serve uh, women and you'll hear from Sam. And by the end of this podcast, I know you will know him as someone who is well worth taking the time to listen to. So enjoy today's podcast on podcasting, and then I'll be back with you for the rest of the series in weeks to come. All right, listen in. Here's Sam. All right, ladies, here we are. As I promised during the um, intro around visibility series, the first thing we're going to explore is getting visible via a podcast. You know, because you're followers of this podcast, that um, it is one of my primary Ways of getting visible. Uh, I also do a lot of speaking, but I enjoy podcasting because there's so much flexibility. You can turn the mic on and start riffing on any subject you want, or you can have a guest like I do today. And I want to introduce you to Sam Leibowitz. Sam is known as the conscious consultant. He is a multi-magical man. He's a facilitator, a mentor, a speaker, a healer, and an all-round serial entrepreneur. He's the author of the number one best-selling empowerment book called Everyday Awakening. And he's been in business since 1993. Not saying you're old, Sam, but (laughs) 1993 is a long time ago.
1: (laughs) I got the gray hairs to prove it.
0: And he has owned so many different businesses. His current venture includes talking alternative broadcasting and then also double diamond wellness. Sam is from Manhattan and he has participated in the TEDx upper west side latida but today we're going to talk with Sam because he has an amazing organization called talkradio.nyc and um, Sam does I-, I want to let Sam tell you about that cuz it's it really intrigued me when i met Sam at a uh, networking event recently and i just wanted to bring him to you because i think he's a super interesting guy Sam welcome to unstoppable women in business and please be honored to be one of a- only two men who have ever graced the mic at Unstoppable Women in Business.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much, Susan. I, I really appreciate it. And and I, I have to let you know, I'm used to being like one of the only guys in in events where it's almost all women because I've done over the years a lot of personal transformational work I've done a lot of spiritual development and typically there's like you know 90% women and just a handful of guys in the room so I'm 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 very honored and I'm also very used to it
0: awesome we're glad to have you here today so Sam tell us a little bit about talkradio.nyc How did you start this and kind of what's the format of the talk radio station?
1: Well, you know, it's kind of funny. People ask me all the time, how did I get into this? Do I have a background in broadcasting? And my answer is always uh, not really. I just met a guy at a party. I mean, it's a very New York story. Um however, there's a little bit of background to it because uh, I was recently sort of re-examining things in my life, and I realized that over several different points, I was always trying to create community. I was always looking for a community of people that would be supportive, and, that that were interested in the same things I was interested in and that, you know, you know would support each other. And so when and, and I've been through, all kinds of things. You know, I've had businesses in uh, entertainment, in IT, in real estate, um, in aerospace. So I've worked in many different environments. And uh, I I like to say they were all very successful businesses except the real estate one. That one I lost my shirt on. And that was the business I had just prior to this because I got involved in, in doing commercial real estate in New York City. I got involved in this development project right before the bubble burst in 2007 mm. 2008 and all of a sudden overnight my equity and my all my investment kind of the value of what i owned like disappeared overnight and i ended up having to dump the the project i couldn't sustain it cuz i didn't have enough resources to to keep it going on myself personally it was my first project my, my the guy who was supposed to mentor me through it just disappeared on me mm. Uh, and, and so there I am holding the bag. So I ended up dumping it, going into debt, even just to get rid of it. So not only did I lose everything I put into it as well as I raised a little bit of money, but it, it all is gone. And in the middle of all this, I'm at a friend's apartment who I was taking classes with and a mutual friend of ours brings this guy over and says, Sam, you got to talk to my friend, Georgie. I'm like, okay, I have no idea why. I'm like, hi, Giorgio, I'm Sam. And I'm like, so what do you do? And he's like, well, I'm an acupuncturist. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. I know a lot of healers and not too many acupuncturists. But in his next breath, he's like, but I've decided to become a Buddhist monk and I'm selling off all my worldly goods. And I'm like, oh, wow, well, that's different. And me being a businessman and a networker. I'm like, well, have you sold your business yet? And he's like, no, not yet, but I'm talking to a bunch of people. And I was like, well, you know, I know a lot of people. Maybe I could help you sell your practice. And he goes, oh, that would be very good karma for you. He actually said meta, but karma is, you know, people understand that better. Um, and so, uh, and then we're talking a little bit more and then he says, oh yeah. And I started this internet radio station. And I'm like, wait a minute, this sounds familiar. Acupuncturist radio station. It's like, what's your name again? And he says, Giorgio Repetti. And I'm like, ah, I know who you are. Cause my friend, Larry Sharp does a radio show on your network. And he's told me about you, but he's never put us together. And now there he is standing in front of me. Wow. So we get together a week later, I meet him in his office. We have this two and a half hour long meeting. And I'm like, look, if I'm going to help you sell your business, I'm just thinking I'll help him sell the business, make a little commission on it. Like, I need to know the good, the bad, the ugly, the numbers, what's the potential, you know, what, what is it actually, what's the profit, everything. And so while we're going through and he's telling me about the acupuncture parts, I'm like, okay, that's kind of interesting, but I'm not an acupuncturist. I'm, you know, I'm I'm a healer, but I'm not an acupuncturist. So I wasn't overly interested, but then he started talking about the radio station. And I kind of really started to get excited about it because I have a background in technology and I've done public speaking since I was in college. So like I could see some real potential with that. So sort of by the end of the meeting, I was like, wow, this is like such a good deal. It's like getting two businesses for the price of one. I'm like, if I can't find you someone to buy the business, I'll buy it myself. Kind of (laughs) jokingly. And we both laughed about it. But then I go home that night and I tell my wife all about the meeting and everything. And she's like, forget helping him to sell the business. And I'm like, really? And I was kind of crestfallen. And she's like, yeah. She goes, you know, after our real estate debacle, we may not be have much money, but we may as well put it into a business that's actually making money. Let's just buy it ourselves. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, what a great idea. Why don't we do that? And, and the rest, as they say, is history. And that was uh, almost 12 years ago.
0: Hey, you know what I love about that story, Sam? And ladies, I hope you were listening to that. That is a true entrepreneur. You know like you said you've you've taken some knocks big one you know lose yeah. your cash but yet you were not afraid to tackle another business that you had no experience in and say let's do it let's give it a try i i think that is a true entrepreneurial spirit and i pl- applaud
1: you for it thank you thank you so much and and you know, whenever I've worked at a business, I've always worked at it maybe three to five years at the most, because mm-hmm. um, I just get bored easy, and, and I, I so I've never really sort of found my calling, I guess you could say. Yeah. But I've always been very open to what life brings to me, and and this is, I feel one of the keys of. Uh, being a good entrepreneur is paying attention to just what life puts in front of you mm-hmm. and learn to say yes. And then you figure it out afterwards. Mm-hmm. And so, and and sometimes it does take a little support. And so, right. you know, when you're with someone and you have a partner you know just being a little supportive and just saying you know what why don't we give it a shot why don't we try it and without that support I probably wouldn't have done it but but since she said yeah let's let's do it I was like oh thank god yes yeah. um and and I'm so grateful I did because now I've been doing it I mean this is the longest I've ever worked on any one thing in my entire life 12 and years. I love it and I love it and no signs of slowing up
0: Awesome. All right, so what I found so fascinating about talkradio.nyc, it is kind of podcasting, but it, talk to talk to us about how it's different and what makes it unique.
1: Yeah, so it's kind of different because it's more like a hybrid between a podcasting network and a radio station, a traditional radio station, and in that we do everything live first. Mm-hmm. And then while we're doing it live, we're recording it and then we put the recording out afterwards. So it's a live recording, it's not an in studio pre recorded polish it up. So it's a little grittier. You know, sometimes you make a little mistake, but we include it. And we find that our audience really likes it that way because it feels more authentic, more real. And my hosts really like it because there's a certain energy when you're doing something live, when you know, like, oh, if you make a mistake, it's going to get captured. So it it adds this little bit of nervousness, which also adds a little bit of excitement. And so there's a little bit more energy to it. And, And some of my hosts are really good at capitalizing on it. I have this one guy, Tommy, he is so funny. And when he makes a mistake, he calls himself out on it all the time. And he makes a joke about it. And it makes such engaging listening, you know, to hear someone to be so real that way.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that. Does anybody ever take like callers? Do Do they have that kind of a format?
1: So we used to, like everyone else, when the pandemic hit, we went all virtual. So now we're doing our shows via Zoom. Mm-hmm. But when we were in studio and, and I still have the equipment, I just I have to figure out how to set it up at home. But we used to have a call-in system where people, we had an 800 number and people could call in and ask questions. However, over the last five, six years or so, we found that the number of people call in dramatically has declined except for one topic. And that was, um, I had the uh, Larry Sharp who had done a couple of shows on the network. He ran for governor of New York state on the libertarian ticket. Mm -hmm. So when he was running, he did a show on our network and he would get like nonstop callers. I mean, I couldn't like hang up fast enough and someone else would be calling in and he was constantly answering questions constantly. And that was the format of his show was all about call in and he'll tell you how he feels about all these different, you know, political things. Um, But other than that one show, pretty much no one would would really call in however because we've been streaming facebook live almost as as soon as it came out on the android i've been doing facebook lives because i have an android phone i don't have an apple phone because it was actually available on apple before android and what we found was that the decline in people calling in corresponded to an increase in people commenting on the facebook lives
0: fascinating
1: so the way we actually in, engage our audience when we're live now is through the facebook videos and and like i now i have a handful of loyal listeners that every week i do my show and it's you know 12 noon on thursday eastern time they know it and they show up and they're always commenting and there's sanaya from georgia and patty from tucson and william from virginia and they're always like saying hey sam tuning in again this week and and like oh i love this topic And, oh, what a great person. And, oh, can you ask him this? And, oh, I had this experience in my life. And so I always shout them out and I read their comments and I use it as part of the show. And that creates such loyalty and such engagement. Like that's the gold standard these days. It's not just having listeners. It's having loyal and engaged listeners. And by doing a show live, it's much, much easier to make that happen.
0: I love that. You know, you were telling me when we were talking um, together that I think you said you have about 50,000 um listeners a month Mm -hmm. station. And I asked Sam a question. I said, okay, so what's your most popular show? You know, who gets the most? And, And he said, well, I'll let you answer. What's the most popular show, Sam?
1: And so the most popular show on the network is actually the newest show on the network. And it's called the professional and animal lover show. And it's a show all about animal and pet advocacy and animal rights. And people who love their pets, their dogs, their cats, their bunny rabbits, they are crazy. They just love all this stuff. And, and it's just become the most listened to, the most popular show. Now, because we do both audio and video, and we do them separately, so so there are different sources. And people come and listen from the website, they listen to phone apps, they, they listen to the Facebook video, they listen through the podcasting platforms. So we see like pe- where People come from. We get reports every month, and we look at it and we analyze it. And we say, "Oh, like on this show, like that people really listen through the audio stream. On this show, they listen from Facebook. On this show, it's on the podcasting platforms. And with that show, it's like all podcasts. It's all um, Facebook video listeners. I mean, they're just like eating it up on a video. They they started just in like November, and I think they've already garnered over thirty thousand listeners to their show."
0: Fantastic. I love stories like that. I do. I'm a, I'm per, personally a dog lover. Everybody on this podcast mm-hmm. knows it. I talk about my guys all the time, but um, we are unique. Dog, dog yeah. people are very, very loyal and very yeah. interested in information. But yeah. anyway, Sam, why do you think more people, more people don't podcast? Cause I, I have a, a lot of women that I coach. They know I have a podcast, of a very few of them have uh, thrown their hat in the ring. Why do you think that is? I
1: I believe it's the same reason why a lot of people are afraid to get up on stage and speak. It's that fear of public speaking because when you're podcasting and you're putting yourself out there, it's kind of a scary thing. It's like you feel naked and all these people, you're inviting them into your life and they're listening to you. And, you know, it's that fear. You know, they say that more people are afraid of public speaking than are of death.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And so, uh, however, I, I always kind of feel like the antidote to that is education and support. Yeah. And, and I feel like that's why a lot of people come to me because with the radio station, we're kind of like a done for you solution. So as opposed to trying to figure everything out on your own and doing everything yourself, and there's a certain personality type. There's certain kind of people who like, just tell me how to do it. I'll figure it out and I'll do it on my own and then yeah. they'll do it. But then there are other people who are like, I'm busy. I'm not technical. I, I, I don't want to do it on my own. Just, just, you know, give me a solution, and I'll work with you. And those are the kinds of people who who come to me. And and they're, and they're not all, it's not that they're all not technical. Some of them are just busy professionals and busy entrepreneurs that they understand that they want to just focus on their zone of genius and let somebody else support them in the process. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things that I've really created with the network that to me is, is my proudest achievement is the way the hosts kind of come together and support each other so that they're getting support not just from the station, not just from myself as the executive producer or my assistant producer who's producing the show, they're getting support from the other hosts. Almost all the hosts have been guests on other host shows. They, they, they all shout each other out on social media. So it's the efforts of everybody working together help to raise the visibility of all the individual shows and in the station overall. And that's something that is unique in the industry. I've really not seen that in any other podcasting station, radio station, whatever you call it. It's very unique, and I'm very proud of that.
0: I love that. Sam, that's where you and I are so aligned. I think that, personally, I think that being an entrepreneur sometimes can be a little bit lonely you know, because we're in our home offices, we've got this vision, we're cheering ourselves on. (laughs) And that's why I created the Success Collab, because I just don't feel like we are, well, just because I'm a collaborator doesn't mean everyone is, but I believe that a majority of people excel when they have community and, and collaboration.
1: Absolutely. So, and 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 even if you're not working from home, even if you have an office and you have workers, still, when you're the entrepreneur, when you're the business owner, it's a lonely spot because when you have challenges, you can't go to your employees with your challenges. You need to find other entrepreneurs yeah. Who, you, who can relate to what you're doing so mm-hmm. that the, you know, together you, you have some common ground at which to talk about things.
0: Right. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And I think yes. podcasting, even though, like you said, some people are afraid of public speaking, and so it might hold them back. But podcasting is such a, a great way to get your thought leadership out into the world.
1: Absolutely.
0: There's there's certain things that I say to my people all the time over and over again. And when I find that happening, I I turn on the mic and I start talking so that it that I can even refer back as a a reference. You'll go listen to this podcast. You'll get a little bit more in-depth around that than I have time for when we have live coaching conversations. So Mm -hmm. it's just a wonderful medium. I love it.
1: And there's so many ways that you can use a podcast. A lot of people think, you know, you're doing a podcast. The idea is you get a million followers, be the top number one podcast in some particular category. And yeah, that's great. But but if you only go for that, you're limiting yourself terribly, and there's so many other ways you can use a podcast. It can be a social media strategy. Look, we all know that people now don't want to be sold to, but they want to learn stuff. So if you're putting out information on a consistent basis, you can create a loyal, tribe of, of followers because you're showing up in service, giving them information, and then you share it on social media. A lot of people know they need to be more visible on social media, but they don't know what to share. Well, if you have a podcast, whatever you're talking about, that week becomes what you're sharing on social media and you share the link to the podcast. It can become an amazing business building tool because you can invite onto your podcast potential referral sources, potential business collaborators, people that you would like to work together in some fashion. So you bring them onto your show, you interview them, you get to know them. They appreciate you because now you've let them talk about themselves for however long your show is a half hour, an hour, whatever it is. And it's a great sort of way to start a relationship because again, you're showing up in service. And, and there's so many more. You you can use it as a way of writing your first book without having to write it. You can write your first book. You, mm-hmm. you know the, the you can use it as a way of promoting events. You can use it as a way of testing out marketing ideas. I mean, there's just so right. many different ways. And the best part about it is it's recorded. So once you're creating content and it's recorded, you can repurpose it so many different ways. I mean, I've used clips from shows for PowerPoint presentations, um, for doing promo reels. I, I mean, you mentioned, like, I was a speaker in TEDx Upper West Side in 2016 I was only able to get that because of my show. Because by that time, I had been doing my show six years, and when the guy asked me for a promo reel, I was like, "Well, I don't have a speaker's promo reel per se, but here are links to a bunch of interviews and shows that I've done." And he listed me. He's like, "Wow, you're really good. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to have you on our stage."
0: Yay! This is exactly what I was hoping you'd bring to the table, Sam. This is so, guys. This is so important please broaden your perspective. Um, I think podcasting is one of the best forms of long content and it can be micro down repurposed. Like Sam said, there's just a million different ways that your investment in time that you put into a podcast pays dividends forever. So lovely. Sam, how can people find you?
1: So uh, the best way is to, uh, I have my own show on the network as well, but talk www.talkradio.nyc. If you want to contact me directly, uh, it's just sam at talkradio.nyc, real simple. Um, if anyone is interested in, in doing their own show or they want some advice around it, I'm more than happy to uh, uh, talk to them and, and set up a time to, to, you know, let you know what I think are the best tips.
0: Excellent, and Sam has been extraordinarily generous, guys. He um, is—he has a program coming out starting April, right? Podcast your passion. Yes.
1: Yes. So, for those of you who are the do-it-yourselfers, those of you who just want to learn how to do it on their own, this is a relaunch of a program I did a couple of years ago called Podcast Your Passion. It's six weeks to create and launch your podcast. And so I've reformulated to be very, very handholding, task-oriented. I'm going to step you through all the individual things. You're going to actually, your homework is going to, each week is going to take you each through each of the steps you need so that by the end of the six weeks, you've actually recorded and published your first podcast. So it, it, it's it's a wonderful thing.
0: Excellent. And when I looked at the program for what you're offering Sam, it's a wonderful value and for our listeners, Sam And is we offering... have a
1: special discount since I'm relaunching it and Susan was so generous to let me come on being the token male on the show, <laughs> so I have a 50% discount. Um so uh, and and the promo code is Susan's name just SUSAN all capital 50 and when you put that in as the promo code you get 50% off the the price.
0: Amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's beautiful. Um, And I think you even have another another interview tips.
1: Yes. So um, over the 12 years I've been doing this, I've kind of uh, culled and I've created a couple of lists of how to get the most out of interviewing other people and how to get the most out of being interviewed on other shows. Because a lot of people who do their own podcasts, they also go and get interviewed in other shows. So I have these two free handouts, they're two they're, they're reports, and um, you can get them by just simply going to um, links, L-A-N-K-S dot talkradio dot NYC slash interview tips.
0: Excellent. And I will have all of this information in the show notes. So if, you, if you're riding in a car, don't be grabbing for a pen or a pencil. Go to unstoppablewomeninbusiness.com, my podcast page. And you'll have all of the codes that you need for the interview tips, as well as the event that uh, Sam is hosting and the coupon code and everything. Sam, thank you so much for taking your time to visit with us today.
1: My pleasure, Susan. I mean, my uh, as you see, my brand for my station is to uplift, educate, and empower people. And so, that's what I'm all about. So, if Anything that I've shared helps to uplift, educate, or empower your listeners, then I've done my job and I'm happy. So thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. I truly appreciate it.
0: Thank you, Sam. Loved having you. Thank you so much. Appreciate everything. Hey, ladies, go forth and kick some butt. Go on, go get them. I know you can. Have a great day. Hey there, lady what are you doing? We need to get to know each other better. Come on over and visit me at www.unstoppablewomeninbusiness.com and check it out. I've got so much good stuff over there for you and I would love to get to know you better. So come on, come on over. Let's hang out.